This is the Beer and Hymns Podcast, where we look at the stories and people behind the hymns we know and love, we consider what they mean to us today, and of course, we sing. This is Episode 20, Holy, Holy, Holy. Welcome to episode 20 of the Beer and Hymns podcast. I'm Mike Tetralt. I'm Brian Russell, and back again with us for this episode, guest star. Chuck Meshberger. Yes. Woo! I like the name guest star. Yeah, like guest star? Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. just like our special guest. You are a guest star. star. It makes yeah. me feel good, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really completes the three tenors here. I mean, because very- <laughs> it was just the two tenors. Yeah. And now it's the three tenors. The three T's. The, the three we, T's, if we you We basically will. have a band ready to go. T cubed. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I like yeah. the brainstorming on the names. Keep that going. We got some concept art coming uh-huh. out. So. Oh, hey. Yeah. Um, real quick, Brian. Oh, Listen, mailbag. Listener I hear mailbag. mailbag yeah, coming we got to get to the listener mailbag. Um, this this one is from. Uh, well, I want to keep. I want to keep this individual anonymous. Okay. I don't okay. want to. So it's from an S Grove. Ah. No, that leaves too mm. much. No, I'm sorry. It's Stacy G. Stacy G. It's from a Stacy okay. G. Perfect. She we, writes in a lot, actually. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's like a the third writer. Liter- letter yes. she's written. She, she says, um, Brian has no idea when my singing career may or may not have peaked. Oh. I am absolutely solid behind the mic with any choir, and I will sing down anybody else at any opportunity. A sing-off? A what? sing-off. She's challenging you, Brian. Oh, we got to bring her on the show, then. We do. <laughs> will she guest star on our show, do you think? I think you she should. would. I think she would. Okay. You should write back to her, see what she says. That's We've never tried that. Yeah. She, uh, is there a return address? Um, we'll never be able well, to find her. We'll never be okay. We'll have to. We'll do. I'll hire a, a private investigator or okay. something. We'll find her and we will have her on for a sing off. Excellent. Okay. All right, Brian. Tell us all about Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Holy, Holy, Holy was written by Reginald Heber. Heber. What a, what a really? name. What's with all these old guys' names? I, I Reginald. Mean, I mean, yeah, where are the. So fancy. Where are the Jacobs and the uh, Olivias at right now? And yeah. the Liams. Come on. And Braxton. And Braxton. And Jackson. Lots of X's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Axel. And uh, music by John B. Dykes. Okay. Man, this is like. Newbies. I would for have thought us. this has been with the church since Pentecost. It's such a classic it is such a classic yeah but uh written in 1826 or published in 1826 so a little a little before the heyday so it definitely preceded when the big the big hits came out i actually would have assumed this was older than that yeah for whatever reason it's a good assumption to make thank you i mean it doesn't really have any bearing on the (laughs) value of the song the assumption that all hymns are super old yeah yeah i mean is there that's a good question is there anybody writing new hymns totally is there? So, there's a group. I uh, heard there's a composer named Mike Michael Snoopy 
Tetral. Michael Snipey. <laughs> working out. I don't know what his middle name is, but it had to be something. It's Braxton. 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 <laughs> I'm just kidding. M. It's, Braxton Tetral. Yes. M. Braxton Tetral. That's uh, that's me. No, uh, so a, a modern hymn. It's so the name of the group is called City Alight. It's all one word. City Alight. Mm-hmm. And all lowercase probably too. Mm, I don't know. I think maybe the city. No, like and the, random oh, letters like, are. Big, oh, like city, city buildings. <laughs> no, it's it's the C and the A. City okay. alight. Okay. Uh, anyway, they write songs meant to be sung for congregations, and they're all. I don't know if they would call them hymns, but they're very much like a verse and then maybe a refrain, and like okay. there's no like here's the bridge, get ready. Like it's oh no bridges. It's just straight up okay. verses and choruses. I, I have an idea for a future podcast of modern contemporary musicians basically just using stolen copy plagiarized hymns and turning mm-hmm. them into modern songs okay. where they've just basically ripped a hymn apart and threw it to a, a, okay. a standard modern chord progression. So and, that, s- and that's how they write modern music. And I was wondering, is there people doing the reverse, taking like modern music and, oh. and hymnifying them? Okay, definitely. So they don't do that. They write totally original songs. Oh, and ugh, boring. Yeah. I mean, where's the drama in that? So you're saying like, you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's yeah, I, you yeah. can't, it, it falls yeah. apart. At a I mean, point. But like well, that. they don't like, I mean. The, word for word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You could, you, you, could, you add your own, you fill it in to make the pentameter mm-hmm. and the beating and the <laughs> melody all really structured. Yes. There will be a beat. Because then, I, then that would lead into our further discussion of. There's hymn people and there's contemporary people, and the crossover centrists of Christian music are a small sliver. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like there's the people that are like, I don't want nothing but hymns. That get that modern music out of here. And then there's the people that are like, oh, that old music's so stodgy. I want to hear all the new <laughs> stuff, and there better be smoke and lights. Well, what I love is how your stodgy old person is from Alabama uh-huh. and your young person is from Seattle. Uh-huh. Like, there's, yeah, there's just I mean. No- <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like those are some things that we could really go in depth mm. on. So you're uh, building you, a bridge is what you want to do. I'm, I'm just setting, <laughs> I'm setting the table to build the bridge. I like that. To write the, to make the plans. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what about this story? So this uh, song, Reginald, let's talk about Reginald for a little bit. Sure. Um, because he's the key about this whole thing. Uh, the, the, the music is based on Revelations where... Uh, or the song is based on revelations where the people are not resting day or night saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God, God almighty who was is and is to come, which mm-hmm. in the hymn, we get the awesome word wort. Yes. And the wort and, and, and art. art as a verb. Yep. Yeah. Not like I'm going to go do s- some arting, but like <laughs> as an actual yeah. existence. So, mm-hmm. I mean, some more, some more, you know, Put it up there with uh, celestial orbs and mm-hmm. you know seraphims and you know all those oh, great yeah, words. Oh yeah, seraphims e- and cherubims. E- yep, and, yeah, and e- ephemeral uh, whatever's like the, so the hymn writers did have some good words yeah. back in the day that we have fallen out of favor, if you, what, you will. The, their lyrics were to really great. They worked, weren't they? And, <laughs> and when we sing <laughs> them now, they art very great. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, Reginald, born in 1783, so that put him at about uh, in his mid 30s mm-hmm. uh, when he was writing this. He uh, was his parents were a minister, and his, uh, his wife um, had a happy childhood, good education, mm-hmm. uh, enrolled at Oxford, fancy, so a little fancy. Yep, uh, where he excelled in uh, him biology. Writing. 
Poetry. Poetry oh. was the answer we were looking for. Sorry. Poetry. That would have should have seen that coming. Uh, and became fast friends with Fanny Crosby. No. Nope. Uh, Billy Graham. No. Nope. Too nope. early. Um, think. Uh, D.L. Moody. I think Explorer. Actually. Francis Bacon. You're getting closer. <laughs> Sir Walter Scott. Oh. Wasn't he explored? Didn't he like discover yeah, I, Virginia or something in the 1800s? I mean, in the 1800s, didn't everybody discover, discover something? something? Yeah, they all yeah, discovered true. something. That's true. Everybody was discovered And then that something. was their claim. I yeah. just feel like Sir Walter Scott sounds like a really he, he is an, oh, man. big famous person. Or was he, he a writer? Famous. Is he a writer? He could have been a writer. I can Google search it later. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, following gradu- graduation, he succeeded his father as Viker, Vicar. Vicar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in his family parish and for 16 years faithfully served a flock. But his bent towards poetry naturally gave him a keen and growing interest in hymnody. Oh, yes. Hymnody. Is that a, is that hymnody. A, I love hymnody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning all kinds of new vocabulary. Oh, the man, world, the world of hymns. The, the, yes. Yeah. And so he sought to lift the literary quality of hymns. He thought the words they were using and the arrangement of those words were not as good as they could be. Gotcha. Um, and he wanted to publish a collection of high caliber hymns. None of that garbage stuff. None of those garbage right. hymns. Like, Only the good hymns, the premium hymns, if you will. Yeah. The ones that you have to pay a little extra to get in your <laughs> hymn. So he... Um, Applied, if you will, to the Bishop of London to make this uh, hymn collection, and the Bishop shot him down. And he was like, "Wow, wow!" He was like, "We only want low quality." Hymns. Yeah, we want the stuff that everybody, like you know, all the <laughs> blue collar workers can listen to. Mm-hmm. So, think about that timeline. Quick, he applied to someone in London. Like, yeah. So you like write a letter, and you uh-huh. like put it on a boat, uh-huh. and it like goes across, and it's then you like get, come out in their mailbag. Yeah, and then you like <laughs> wait for some kind of like. So I did it like six, six months? months? Yeah, at least. Oh, Just, hey, my letter's uh, back. Oh, it's, oh, oh, crap, it's a thin one. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not the thick letter. <laughs> yeah, it's like all that work I've just done the last five months, That's anticipating right. an affirmative response. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, man. So um, he continued writing hymns for his own church, um, and during 16 years in the obscure parish of Hodnet. Oh. Know it? Huh? Yeah, yeah. You know? It's oh. over by the Hobbit. No. Yes, uh, I thought so. Wrongshire, Wrongshire. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so close. He wrote all 57 of his hymns. So small time hymnologist. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, including the great missionary hymn. Go, Mike. Uh, the great missionary hymn. Missionary hymn. It's not how great thou art. That's nope, what I think nope. of a missionary. Um, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Nope. <laughs> Up from the grave he rose. Close. Oh, we're getting closer. From Greenland's icy mountains. Oh, I, I remember that was on that? the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I'll give you some of the. Is that number like nine seventy eight in the blue hymnal? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's way back. There. Uh, you know, from Greenland's icy mountains, from India's coral strand, where Africa's sunny foundation rolls down their golden sand, from many an ancient river, from many a palmy plain, they call us to deliver their land from error's chain. Oh wow, that's you don't nope. no. I think I heard Sunday school. I think I grew up with a different version of it. Maybe uh, that's right. Yeah. right. That's I, right. I always sang the the Greenlandish, the uh, Greenlandish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got to yeah. respect in, respect the Greenlandish. In you sang it in Yupik. <laughs> that's right. Um, by the way, if I can quickly interrupt. Oh, uh, Sir Walter Scott was none of the things we thought. He was, <laughs> <laughs> he was exactly zero of the professions. Oh, we listed. okay. All right. He is a he's a Scottish novelist. He wrote Ivanhoe. Oh, <laughs> so, Scottish novelist. Yeah, just a off. quick fact check. Okay. All right. And we scored s- 0% on that fact. <laughs> Pants on fire right now. All right. So okay. So anyways, uh, the that hymn uh, f- 
that he wrote, Reginald, like stirred in him a desire to be a missionary. And so in 1822, when he was 40, he was appointed to overseas to uh, oversee the Church of England's ministries in India. Okay. So he became the head guy in India. So in went to Calcutta, went out on a 16-month uh, tour of his diocese, visiting mission stations across India. Uh, in February of 1826, he left for another tour. And here it comes. You know what to expect uh, now. Tragedy? If you're a tragedy. And specifically... Water. Water tragedy. No! <laughs> More water beep, tragedy. Beep. Water tragedy oh, alert. Man. Here it comes. Trigger warning. He, he, on April 3rd, he preached to a large crowd in the hot sun and afterwards plunged into a cool pool of water and suffered a stroke and drowned. Oh, what? man. Yeah. That's I like... Mean, all sorts of things piling up on him there. I mean, he's just like, no, no, he's like, has a great day. And he's like, that water looks cool. I'm going to go get cooled off. And he dives into it and is like, wow. And <laughs> gone. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's crazy. I wonder what his sermon topic was. I don't know. That's it, It's unknown. It's unknown. You never know when it's going to be your last sermon. Yep. So, so after his death um, was when his widow, finding 57 hymns in a trunk, pulled them all out and had them published and the volume uh, was in the great Trinitarian hymn um, based on Revelations 4, 8. Holy, holy, holy. That's where it and was. And so holy, holy, holy was in that trunk. It was in the trunk. And so it was his widow that dug it out and was like, yep. Wow. Yep. So, so, if- so, so is that like the widow's way of paying for things? Like dig around the house to find, find something, something to, to publish? And then they're could like, be. jackpot, 57 yeah. hymns. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and this one looks like an instant classic. That's right. Yep. Wow. No, I mean, they just publish all of them. Like, <laughs> just print them. That's right. Yeah. That's amazing. No, no, you can't take the good one. You have to take them all. That's right. I'll give you a deal. Yeah. But like, I wonder if, yeah, if he had led a quiet life and, you know, died of tranquil old age and uh-huh. you know like who knows if those hymns would have been lost they, in particular this one they you know? certainly could have been wow could have been fire starters yeah like yeah or just dissolved in, in the trunk yeah moth i mean man that's crazy we don't hear about much of the other 56 hymns at least <laughs> well, as far as i know well yeah but uh well and that's one of the criticisms i always have in response to other criticisms when people try and say like we just need to sing hymns because they're all classics or they're all awesome, uh-huh. and we have all these garbage songs today. Uh-huh. It's like no, the different. We haven't had time to filter out the garbage songs, right. That will not stand the test of time, right? And in hymns, we just have like we just see the highlight reel, right? You know, we're not yeah. going to be singing the deep cuts, the yeah. other fifty six, yeah. Um, and even in our hymn books, that of the ones that made it, yeah, half of them were like, eh, we don't know that one. one. Uh, yeah, don't know that one. That's a little too special. Yeah, yeah. it's true. As the deer. I love As the Deer. <laughs> like, maybe it has not stood the test of time, but it's only been, what, 30 or 40 years? As the oh, is it? Deer yeah, that's like it. It was written in the early 80s, I want to say. Okay. Oh. oh yeah. S- the new golden era of hymns. <laughs> that's what I would think, but apparently nobody agrees with me. <laughs> so please, please write us a letter if you'd like to hear As the Deer, because mm-hmm. we can make that happen. But Brian does not want it to happen because <laughs> he hates As the Deer. Anyway. Well, that's, that's my story today. That's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. And it's just more evidence of, you know, God being at work and uh, even through tragedy, bringing us this beautiful. Seems like always through tragedy. Yeah. A lot through tragedy. It is let's often through tragedy. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, let's go ahead and sing the rest of the verses. 
saints adore thee, casting down their golden crowns around the glassy sea. Thank you for being there for us. Lord, we also praise you for being holy, holy, holy. And we look forward to the day when we are proclaiming your goodness and praising your name uh, all day and all night, um, just in your presence and um, the world being made right as you intended it to be. We love you, God, and we pray all these things in your son's precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen.